Hey y'all, welcome to Love and Loyalty. It's your girl, Verse. Hey, and this your guy, Ace. And tonight, we're going to be talking about mental health, mental health awareness. Um, and tonight, we have a featured guest. It is Nacelle Connor of the Beyond the Happy Counseling Services, and she's a licensed therapist. Would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself, Nacelle? Yes, thank y'all so much for having me tonight. I'm Nacelle Connor. I'm a licensed professional counselor. <laughs> here in Austin, Texas, um, and I have my own private practice called Beyond the Happy, which is kind of my own um, personal quest to get beyond wanting a happily ever after, the storybook ending, and just being content with where I am in the right now, and so that's how Beyond the Happy kind of came to be, but yeah, I'm a licensed professional counselor here in Texas, and I um, provide counseling services to all sorts of people. Great. That's awesome. So I ended up um, following her on Instagram and I love her um, you know, her positivity on her page and I just fell in love with it. It was awesome and inspiring for me, you know, especially, you know, because you go through things in life and it's always great to just sometimes come across a quote or come, come across people who are inspiring and motivating and you definitely did that um, for me. Thank you. Um, so um, how long have you been a licensed therapist? Yeah, so actually I'm really new on this journey um, of being fully licensed. I um, finished graduate school um, for counseling in 2013 and ended up, I was pregnant when I finished and then another baby. <laughs> girl, right. I understand that motherhood girl. Um, therapy do you focus on? So for me, I, I am really passionate about um, especially women of color and part of it is from just my own personal experiences with dealing with anxiety, but I found that, you know, growing up, I was surrounded by strong black women, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, proud, I pride myself on being one of them, right? But oftentimes, I wasn't realizing how much I was suppressing and pushing down in order to be um, this person, right? And so yeah. for me, I'm really passionate about women who are experiencing major life transitions, stress, anxiety, depression, um, but don't have the space to kind of say, I need help, I'm drowning. Right. And so because I've been there and I've what it feels like to drown that's kind of where my passion lies is working especially with women of color to help unpack some of the things we experience and go through um, that we don't necessarily share 
right um, with a lot of people right mm-hmm. right so so when it comes for uh for unpacking for from a woman's perspective are women more likely to seek another woman for help or do they seek does gender play a role in it that's a good question i think it kind of depends on who the woman has as their support system um for me just thinking about growing up you know it was kind of that what happens in the home stay Stay in the the home home. yeah same here same here question i know a lot of times Mm -hmm. people that can't seek well people that don't seek uh mental health is mainly because they don't know how to pay for it is it covered under um different insurances or can they pay out of pocket what are what are ways that people can actually uh, afford this type of uh, service yeah so i think we are beginning to be in a in the time um in, in our country, um, especially where a lot of insurance companies are covering therapy, um, not only does insurance cover it, but a lot of companies um, and organizations do their um, EAPs, they, their employer assistant plans, usually have um, therapy sessions included in that. So mm-hmm. I know for me, I work in a, a large urban school district and part of our benefits package is actually getting um, free counseling for us and our family um, if we needed it. We get up to six sessions. Oh, and wow, so that's that even above that's and beyond um, what our insurance covers. So there's that. And there's also a lot of... <clears throat> Nonprofits that can offer 
some short-term therapy for people who may not have insurance to cover it. I know a lot of therapists who even do sliding scale fees, or I do a sliding scale fee, so if I have a client that doesn't have insurance and doesn't have a way to cover it, then I um, do a lower fee for them so that they're able to afford um, a counseling session. So it just um, depends on really seeking options are and if your insurance does cover it, if your employer does or doesn't Mm -hmm. doesn't cover it. And then beyond that, even seeking, okay, which therapists even do something like a sliding scale where it's affordable for me to have some counseling sessions. Awesome. Okay, so Nacelle, um, as you know and everybody else in the world um, right now, the whole tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter um, Gianna um, and just how it affected the world um, and how it just, you know, broke everybody's heart. Um, Absolutely. How do, what kind of advice would you give people um, right now that is coping with this right now to cope with it? Yeah, that, man, I, I feel like that tragedy, like, shook the world. Like, yeah. I, I was shook to my core when I heard it and it took me days to process it um, just because of the profound impact that um, Kobe had on so many people and the, just the, the tragedy of it. Right, with and his then daughter? You add the layers, like this, yeah. yeah, you add the layers of being like a mom and, a, and me like and a wife and then understanding like to lose a and your husband like it was just, it was a lot um that I think really shook a lot of us and so my advice is that um first I think giving yourself the time to process it so I saw some some people on social media say well no you didn't really know him you didn't really know her um so you shouldn't be grieving that much and that is not true at all People can grieve things however they need to grieve things. And sometimes even it might not be the Kobe death, but that death might have triggered something else that might have happened to somebody. That's true. That's true. Right? So I think it's definitely important to process it and allow yourself to grieve whatever that looks like for you, right? And not to feel ashamed for for feeling a certain way um, about it. Number two, I would say step away from social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Social media is like a blessing and a curse, right? But even for me, it, it became too much. Like, just scrolling and seeing story after story after story and picture after picture after picture. I couldn't take it. And so I actually had to take a break and Mm -hmm. step away from it so that I wouldn't keep reliving the experience every time I turned on Instagram Mm -hmm. or Facebook. Yeah. That's an Um, interesting um, perspective. Um, Do you, like, I know a lot of times when you see a tragic incident, and um, outside of like Kobe, like someone passes away or a shooting or someone gets hurt or it's a uh, incident with a with a woman. Do you think that social media contributes through the Trump to trauma uh, and mental illness by continuously showing different traumas? I think it could. I, I think it can definitely like 
trigger um, feelings and, and, and emotions within some within someone that they weren't necessarily ready to handle. So I'll, I'll give an example of my own experience when the, I don't know if y'all remember when the Charleston Mac- Massacre yes. happened. Yeah. Charleston mm-hmm. 9, yeah. yeah. Yes, the Charleston 9, yeah. right? So I actually, uh, my husband is a media director at our church and my parents are assistant pastors at my church back home. Mm-hmm. And so, and that happened about two weeks after my maternal grandmother died. So I was watching the news and I saw it happen and I was like just in shock and disbelief. And then I kept, then I became like consumed with it. And so I was reading every news article. I was watching CNN all the time, just consuming and consuming and consuming all of the information. And it ended up triggering an anxiety attack for me at work. Um, My first major anxiety attack. And I don't think it was that incident, but I had so much going on. And I could relate to it on a personal level that it ended up triggering something in me um, to a point where I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to cope with this? anxiety how what am i going to do about this i had an anxiety attack in the middle of work in front of my boss um that's how bad it had gotten so i definitely think we have to be careful with social media and how much of it we consume and what we look at Mm -hmm. um because it definitely can spark um emotion in us it can uh it can um you know set off uh, triggers within us and it can be like we're living the experience even if it isn't really happening to us and so we just have to monitor how much of it we take in and what we allow ourselves right. to watch and then after we do it we have to process everything we just took in um, because it, it can become a slippery like we want the information but we aren't always ready to handle the information emotionally right well i have a follow-up question um with that Uh so if a person is going through hurt and they're in a dark place could you um maybe give one of our listeners some advice what is the first step to take to reach up out of that darkness What, what is one of the first thing a person should do to climb up out of depression Um, you know, everyone's journey with um, depression or any mental mental health issue is so different. But I would say the first thing to try to do um, if you are in a dark place. Now, if this is like dark, dark, and immediate, like you ask for help and call 911 because we want you to. <laughs> <laughs>
four things I can feel? What are three things I can hear? And kind of grounding yourself and centering yourself into the right now and being mindful of everything that's going going on uh, around you that you have control over to kind of, just to give you a peek into some light, right? Mm-hmm. So I think really grounding yourself, centering yourself, being mindful and trying to feel like what do I have control over because when you're dealing with depression or anxiety or lots of mental health issues it can feel like you're drowning and overwhelmed like it can feel suffocating like Mm -hmm. there's no way to escape it and so I think one of the the biggest things you can do like right in the moment is ground yourself and say okay I can hear I can hear my kids talking. I can hear the fan going. I can hear this. Okay, I can see this. I can smell this. Get mm-hmm. your senses in Yeah. In order to ground yourself right in that moment. Okay. That's some great advice. Uh thank you for sharing that with our listeners. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yes, yes. So um how and can like I said, if it's really <laughs> That's right. Um, how <laughs> yes. can we? Um, how can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on social media at Beyond the Happy. Um, that's my IG handle, and um, that's my Facebook page as well. And Beyond the Happy gives you not only uh, a look into all I have going on with my private practice, but it's also my blog. Um, I also talk about all things marriage, mental health, and motherhood, which are the three M's that I'm passionate about. And I'm also candid about my own struggles um, dealing with anxiety. Um, I always say I'm a therapist that goes to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I like that. It's real for all of us. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I know the tools, and I still have a hard time using them. And so I just want to make sure that even as a therapist, as a black therapist, as a black woman, that I'm very intentional about removing the stigma and saying, hey, it's okay to ask for help. I don't have it all together. Um, So, so yes. So you can find me on IG and Facebook at Beyond the Happy. Awesome. Um, And also, you know, um, you can share how can people in your nearby neighborhood um, find you as well because uh, I know you're in Texas, correct? Yes, I'm in Texas. I'm based um, here in Central Texas, the Austin area. Um, you can find me. My website is beyondthehappy.com. And besides this uh, therapy, I also do something called Table Talks, which are small, intimate um, gatherings with women to talk about issues that um, are important so I have one coming up on March 8th where we're going to talk about depression, anxiety, and stress. And then um, I have a few more coming up, Hot Girl Summer, all sorts of interesting topics right. black in the workplace. Um, right, and that's a good thing. Um, another interesting, uh, interesting thing that I do is I do traditional therapy, but I also do something called Beyond the Couch Therapy, which I do, which is where I engage in a therapeutic session while either walking or running with a client. 
body and movement, which is tremendous in helping with um, processing uh, feelings and emotions, but also we're side by side. And so it's like we're processing together. And so um, that is a service I offer for potential clients who might not want to do traditional, but want to feel what counseling might feel like. So I offer beyond the couch therapy where we can run or walk during the session. Okay. Okay. Sounds very good. Um, I wish I was in. I wish I was in Austin so I can come to one of these um, Beyond the t- Table Talk, girl, for real. Like you said, the struggle is real. We all go right. We all go through that kind of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, and we need spaces to talk about it. Safe right, spaces. Safe right? spaces. And, that's right. Um, that's you know what I try to offer. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on Love and Loyalty tonight. Um, And to all of our listeners, thank you for listening in. We hope you guys really take some important tips and advice from this podcast tonight. You know, we just we want everybody to be healthy and happy mentally, spiritually, and physically. So until next time, guys. No problem. Thank you. Yes. I wish I continued success with your podcast, and thank y'all again for having me. Thank oh, anytime, you. anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome to come on anytime. We're probably gonna reach out oh, to you. Awesome. We're probably gonna reach out to you, uh, you know, more times, and and we can definitely continue the conversation because it's a continued uh, struggle that our community and the world is actually going through right now. So it just, you know, it's not gonna be a one time thing. So because. I'm pretty sure that uh, new information come in that you may be able to share and help our listeners find a, a way to help themselves. So that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Right. I would love it. Anytime. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Until, until next, next time. time peace. peace.